This is Mom Squad Pod, your weekly update on tips, tricks, and all things parenting with Maureen Kyle. Make sure that you choose a business model that's going to meet the needs of your lifestyle. Just like you mentioned, you know, if you're a mom and you're really looking at doing something as a side hustle and you know, hey, I could probably do 10 or 15 hours a week, but I needed to be flexible. I needed to be from home. Then you're really probably thinking about starting an online business and an online based business so that you still have that freedom and flexibility and you can keep your profit margins higher and your expenses lower. Hi, everyone. And thanks for listening to the Mom Squad Pod, where we talk everything parenting. And today, We are focusing more on you. There are so many families who struggle with both parents working a nine to five job. Maybe they start to look for more flexibility. So many people I know look to start their own business, or maybe they go out on their own doing what they're good at and they create their own schedule. They also want to be the boss and have control over the finances and starting your own business is not easy. It's so intimidating. People are intimidated by the whole process. But one person that I always turn to on this topic is Cheryl Perez, entrepreneur and business coach who hosts her own YouTube channel, who is just dedicated to this topic. Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I love this topic. So I am excited to be here. You are such a fun follow on social media and on YouTube too, because I mean, even if somebody just has that that hobby or something. I feel like you are very inspirational in in harnessing that passion and turning it into something that could really be more than that. More, it, it could be a second career, a side hustle or something. Where do you think people need to start when they start to think about, gosh, could I do this as like, as, as what I do as my main job? Absolutely. I mean, I first, I think that um, thank you so much for those accolades and for the social media kudos of, as you know, social media content is up there on one of those things that can be a big pain in the butt, but it's also extremely fun. So thank you so much for that. Um, and to answer your question, I think that, you know, for most people, when I go through and I work with coaches or students about the steps to really starting a business, I always, always, always start with mindset, you know, and just making sure that from a mental state, you are completely in the know on what you might be embarking upon. Because when you don't have all the information, it can cause anxiety, it can cause stress, and it can also call, you know, cause paralysis, right? You just don't move forward. So your mindset is really, really important. And I, and I always say in that mindset, you know, struggle and in that mindset strategy, you got to make sure that you, um, you know, validate whatever your business idea is, because I think that a lot of people struggle with whether or not the idea that they've come up with, because that's where all businesses kind of start, right? There's a problem that you've identified and you usually are like, you know, I wonder if I could have a business solving this problem. And so you have this idea um, and you've got to kind of spend some time researching it and validating it, making sure that it's real and that it's legit. And as you do that, it will build your confidence. You'll be like, yeah, there's really a need, you know, out there for me. And then Also thinking about your business model is probably the second biggest thing when it comes to that mindset. You know, what do you want your business to look like? Make sure that you choose a business model that's going to meet the needs of your lifestyle. Just like you mentioned, you know, if if you're a mom and you're really looking at doing something as a side hustle and you know, hey, I could probably do 10 or 15 hours a week, but I needed to be flexible. I needed to be from home. Then you're really probably thinking about starting an online business and an online based business so that you still have that freedom and flexibility and you can keep your profit margins higher 
and your expenses lower. So that's just one example, but those are probably the two biggest things from a mindset perspective. And then obviously getting your time management and check and figuring out, is this going to be a side hustle? Is this something I eventually want to, you know, grow into something major? So let's talk about that too, because you're a busy mom. You, you have, I forget, <laughs> is it four or five, four or five kids? Six children. Six. Oh my gosh. I, I was like lowballing you there. You, you deserve Six much children. more credit. But I've got, I've got adult children. So the, the oldest four, you know, they really don't require me anymore. So, you know, <laughs> I've got six children and two fur babies. So, uh, so you get it. I mean, for you, um, like if, if somebody's in your spot of, you know, the mindset, and I, I think yeah. that's a big thing too, is, um, you know, moms who maybe took some time off to raise the kids. And now they're thinking, gosh, you know, I haven't, I have enough going on with, with the school schedules, but I do want to do something else for myself. Mm -hmm. How do you know, as a busy parent, I don't even want to just say moms, because I know dads out there, there could be dads out there that are thinking, you know, Hey, I'm working for this company, but I know I could do this on my own. And I know I could be there for my family a little bit more, Mm -hmm. um, that time management aspect and that, can I really do this and make it successful? What do you think is the, the second step? when it comes to mindset and then what? Yeah, um, I, that's, a, that's a great question. I think that um, the second step, you know, after you've really grasped and, and wrapped your mind around what you wanna do, what the idea is, if there's a really a, a market out there for it, how easy it's going to be to start or create, if the business model that you choose is going to fit well with your lifestyle and all of those things that you just named. Um, and then also, you know, what is your long-term vision for your business idea? Do you ultimately want it to just kind of be a side hustle and bring additional revenue? Um, or do you want it to kind of be something that you can really transition into full-time? Or maybe you're like, you look, I'm, 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 I'm in the job market right now. And so this is a perfect opportunity for me to try my hand at this business. So once you get past that mindset piece, the second step that I always tell people is kind of get in the know and learn everything there is to learn about that business idea or that business model that you've chosen. So there's so many things and there's so much information out there, but you've really got to do your research um, and really come up with that unique proposition. What's separates you, what differentiates you, because, you know, oftentimes people say, well, I want to start a business that has no competition, that no one else out there is doing. And I'm of the belief that you really shouldn't start that business. If you don't find anybody else out there doing it, then it doesn't mean that you're brilliant and you've come up with an amazing idea. It generally means no one wants to pay for it. Someone else has probably tried it. Someone else has probably attempted it and it didn't work. So you definitely want to identify something that other people are doing. You just got to, in your research, figure out how to do it a little bit better. So that's really that second piece is, you know, knowing, yeah, I can do this. Other folks are doing it. And then this is a particular unique, I call it my CP's unique impact proposition. Um, This is my unique impact that I can have and that I can bring to the table to really market myself a little bit better. And then, you know, depending upon, I'm a big firm believer of side jobs, people always ask me, what kind of a side hustle should I do? Um, And I love consulting as a side hustle. If you've got a skill set, if you've got an expertise in something, you know, you can definitely have a consulting company and and function in a great space from a time management perspective. And an online business is a great fit, you know, for for busy parents as well, because it doesn't require um, a lot of capital, but you can also really maximize your time and do things when the kids are in bed and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But you you definitely want to pick an idea that, you know, you can have some unique impact in. 
I like that, the unique impact, because, you know, that's, I always heard, like, what is it that you can bring to the table that somebody else can't? And then that goes with everything. I mean, even if you're just, you know, working in, a, in an office and you've got to compete for a promotion or whatever. So I, I like that. Absolutely. But you brought up a lot of good questions um, that I would have if I was thinking, I want to start something. Um, you brought up kind of testing it out. I mean, do you recommend I guess I, I, the way I should put it is this. If I'm sitting here thinking, gosh, should I start this? That's one of my questions. But then do I have the finances to start this? Does anybody want this? Would everyone want to pay for it? Yep. I mean, you have that insecurity that starts. So do you do this as a side hustle while you're still working your job to make sure it's something that works and create that business model? Yeah. I mean, regardless of whether you opt to do it as a side hustle or whether you want to dive in deep, you know, I get that question a lot. When should I turn my side hustle into my full-time hustle? And it really depends upon you and your own, you know, level of risk, your own risk, I would say tolerance that you have. Um, for me, I'm, I'm kind of an all-in person. So when I started my very first business, which really was a side hustle um, for a couple of years, um, I did the whole consulting piece and it was making, it got to a point where it was making more money than my full-time gig, but I still didn't wrap my arms around what I was embarking upon. And really my mindset just wasn't where it was supposed to be. I should have jumped all over it and, and expanded at that point. But I was like, no, you know, the security of this full-time gig. And so for me, my risk tolerance was pretty low. You know, I'm like in the very beginning, I, I'm going to keep this as a side hustle. And then when it came time for me to really look at taking advantage of a, an additional business opportunity, that was when I was like, I'm not going to do the same thing that I did last time. I'm jumping all in. I turned in my letter of resignation and started my business full time. And that was a struggle. I mean, it was extremely stressful. So um, I don't necessarily recommend it for everyone, um, but I do recommend whatever way you decide to start. And if you decide to start it with it as a side hustle or really go all in, you definitely have to test and validate that business idea. And that's a big step that a lot of entrepreneurs miss. So for instance, you know, grab a friend. If you know who your ideal customer is, if you already know that, you know, maybe single moms or working moms or stay-at-home moms are your target customer, and you've got some friends and some family that are single moms, working moms, or stay-at-home moms, then say, hey, I've got this idea. Can you guys test this, work with this, give me some feedback. You can gather some social proof and then you can ultimately tweak all large corporations, all big companies, even though as consumers, we may see a product on, on the market in January. Trust me, they have been working on that product or service for at least a couple years before. They've been tweaking it. They've been making sure people want to buy it. They've been strategizing around their marketing and you have to do the same thing. So if you are working and you are at that phase, I would say just keep on working, but use that time to validate and test your idea and um, and make sure that it's the right fit for the right audience that you're looking to attract. Mm -hmm. And I think of even in within my own personal circle, I've had friends that left their full-time job to start uh, like a cookie, you know, the, the specialized mm -hmm. party cookie business, um, hair bows for little girls. I'm trying to think of who else, you know, even consulting. One of my close friends was um, an accountant for a company and she decided I can do this on my own and take on different clients. Um, yeah. But uh, they always wonder, I know they get, get a few steps in and then think, okay, how am I gonna grow this business? And how, how do I get the word out? How do I gain clients? How do I get people to buy this product? 
do you have clients that come to you and ask that same question? And then what kind of advice do you give? Yes, absolutely. Always. That's always the big question um, that I get. And, and usually we focus and my, my recommendation is, you know, there's really a six step I believe there's six real steps to setting up your business. And the best way for your business to grow and get to that next level is for you to make sure that you've got the infrastructure and you've got your processes and you really have a true understanding of where you're going. So in those six steps, and I think I've talked to you about these six steps before, um, you know, after you get your mindset together and you've done your research and you validated and you've beta tested and you made sure that it's got it, you, you know your unique impact proposition, you've got to actually set it up as a legit business. And a lot of times people skip this part. You've got to get your LLC or your S Corp or your C Corp established. You've got to get your tax ID. You've got to get your business bank account set up. You've got to just put that basic infrastructure, pick your brand, get your domains, and then begin to create your sales processes, You know what you're going to do to, to kind of get customers in the door, your service processes, what you're going to do to deliver your product or service, and then also your marketing strategy, which is so important. And marketing has changed changed so drastically. As you mentioned, when we first started, social media is huge. It's an amazing opportunity for entrepreneurs, for small business owners, because it's free marketing that has the impact of touching millions and millions of people. But it is hard work. So, you know, back in the day, 25 years ago or so, when I started my first business, you know, we were scrambling to try to get, you know, ads in magazines or to be, you know, featured in the plain dealer. And now, um, if you kind of establish yourself in social media and you're providing good content about your, your unique impact proposition, your customers will come to you. And the best part about it is you'll attract the right customer. You won't attract the ones who aren't taking your product or service seriously, who are going to waste your time or who just kind of want to pick your brain. So as long as you're delivering that good content and you've got that strategy out there, believe it or not, you grow your audience, you build your email list, and then ultimately your email list becomes your fans and they will buy what you have to sell. But it is a about making sure that you've got a sales process to put them through when you do get that lead that comes in and says, yes, I want what you have and that you can keep them and you can retain them. So once you sell them, that you can really deliver good quality service. So you've got to have a good service process in place. And then also make sure that you're on top of consistently marketing and providing good, valuable content um, to your audience. And, you know, believe it or not, it does really grow pretty rapidly from that. I mean, if you if you are trying to do it as a side hustle, you can very easily with the right three steps in those areas, um, you can be kind of overbooked, shutting it down and have more customers than you actually need. Right, and something I realized, cause I went through the process a couple of years ago when I was doing some side hustles, it, all of this stuff does cost money though. I mean, to set up a website, to keep a website, especially ones that take payments and, and control payments. And then also Instagram marketing, Facebook marketing, yes. it, you can, it's controllable, but it does cost if you want to grow the reach. Mm -hmm. Realistically, if, if I was coming to you and I said, I want to start a business, whether it is consulting or if it is a product, realistically, I know it's subjective, but how much money do you think it takes to really start up a business? <laughs> that's, that's a great question. I, and, and like you said, it does depend upon the type of business and what you're doing, but the basic infrastructure of your business, and it also depends upon, you know, like what part of the country you live in, what part of the world you live in, right? But the basic infrastructure set up for a domain, for a communication system, your phone, your email, um, your website, 
you know, get to take care of your registration paperwork, your, your tax ID and bank account can kind of be free. And then some basic marketing. I would say, you know, I've actually worked with clients if their business is going to be like an online based product based business where you can get away with, you know, $400 a month um, towards contributing to those overall costs and expenses, because you can keep your profit margins really high. Those are really low expenses. Now, if you're in a different type of business, like real estate investing, or you're going to have a brick and mortar type of store or shop, then that's where you really get into more of the big money needs. Um, and so then you're really going to be looking for funding sources and funding opportunities and looking at business credit and trying to get that established. Um, but if you're looking to start, you know, kind of with just an online presence um, and to get some customers in the door, you can do it really cost effectively and very affordably. I give a tip all the time for folks that say, if you're still in your full-time gig and you're trying to start a side hustle, you know, be, build a strategy. You know how you have your direct deposit? Divide your direct deposit up. Have, you know, a couple hundred bucks per pay that goes automatically into your business bank account that you've established. Um, and then have the rest go into your other one so that you know you've automatically got four or 500 bucks a month going into your business account to kind of give you that seed money to get started because you, you definitely will need some seed money, but it doesn't have to be astronomical or scary. This was also, I felt like this was um, a catch 22 type of year. I mean, for small uh. businesses over the past year, it was one of their toughest but then when I've done interviews with the state agencies and even with Jumpstart Cleveland, they said that there were a record number of small business filings this year where this gave people the opportunity to jump out and go on their own. Uh, when, <laughs> I mean, when do you know it's the right time that your business has a solid foundation that would weather a year like the one we've, I, I don't know if we'll ever have a year like 2020, right, 2021, right, but right. I mean, I think that that's, it's a scary, it, it was it a is. scary time to start thinking about, gosh, should I leave my full-time job? Or maybe people got let go. I mean, when do you know that, okay, this is on solid footing and it could weather some serious storms. Yeah, I think that you're you're absolutely right, man. 2020 was exhausting. <laughs> um, it was exhausting for all of us. It was emotionally exhausting. It was financially exhausting. I think that we saw that record number because so many people were furloughed or let go. And they had the opportunity with the boost in unemployment and some of those additional like PPP dollars and things like that, that were, that were coming out, they had the opportunity to take a, a deep breath and to actually begin to pursue it. So they were probably in the works in their minds for a while and they took the opportunity. And for me, I knew that, you know, when my business, like I said, I did start my first one as a side hustle. And when my side hustle the profit, not the revenue. And I want to be clear on that. The profit, when my side hustle's profit was exceeding or getting close to what I was making in my full-time gig, I knew that it was time for me to really think how long I was going to continue to be able to do both. Or when you actually feel like you're turning away customers um, or people who want your product or service because you can't handle any more of a you don't have the capacity because you're still working your full-time gig, or if you're not working a full-time gig at all, um, you really want to allow yourself some time to see some profit. And you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just such a believer in entrepreneurship and I'm such a believer. And even if one business fails, um, another business can take flight for you to a whole different level. So I, <laughs> 
to say that you know it's a good idea um, when you're making any kind of profit at all, um, even if it's 10%, it may not be enough for you to be able to you know, fund all of your hopes and dreams and wishes and your beach houses that you have envisioned that you're going to have. But if you can show that you are actually showing a profit, that you can begin to see the light at the end of the tunnel, that's when you know it's going to be a good business option. If you don't, if you started something and you haven't even seen a sale, I wouldn't say it's a failure. I would say that you probably skipped a couple of steps surrounding validating that business idea, doing your research. You know, you kind of just need to take a step back and kind of start back on step one that we first started talking about. Mm -hmm. And as, um, as a parent, as a working parent, what kind of lifestyle changes did you see when you did go out on your own? And now you are you are the business, you are the company, and it's your hours and your time. How did that work out for you? Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> In the very beginning, my lifestyle sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be completely honest. It, um, it sucked because I was working like a crazy person because I did at the time, um, we hadn't had number five or number six yet. So we only had four. And um, I was the business, like you said, I was working crazy. I, I was probably um, just doing maybe 16, on average 16 hour days, six, maybe sometimes seven days a week, my first couple of years. And that was because I also wanted to grow so rapidly. Like I had these ridiculous, you know, 18 month and two year goals. So it's not necessarily everyone's story, but I can tell you my first three to five years, um, I worked like a crazy person to to hit, you know, ridiculous goals. I had an amazing support system. My husband was absolutely amazing. I wouldn't have been able to done it. My mom, you know, a lot of my friends chipped in and helped out because I was working like crazy. But now um, I can look back and say that those were the best well-spent years of my life because now I am just afforded so many different lifestyle opportunities and time opportunities, you know, whether it's a health crisis that I don't have to worry about FMLA or losing any income or being available for my children, you know, as they navigate my younger ones, especially now as they navigate through high school and through middle school, you know, just the things we're, we're, we're at Uber drivers, we're running around. I don't have to check in with anyone. I don't have to, um, you know, get time off. I can take vacation. I can start my days when I want to, I can end them when I want to. And it's just, it's just an amazing amount of freedom. And, um, and, and just being able to say, you know, I need to go visit my dad. I, I take care of my dad. He lives in Florida and whenever he needs me, it's, it's awesome to be able to get on a plane and go there and work from there or, you know, give the time that I need and, and reschedule my life. So um, it's, it's, it's just, it's everything that I've dreamed of. And I do believe that all entrepreneurs want to get to that level of freedom. And the best way to do it is to begin to, to create those systems, those processes that you can automate, that you can then delegate, build your team so that you actually can kind of enjoy the fruits of your label, which, which I'm excited about being able to do now in my life. I always love your advice. Cheryl, tell everybody where they can find you, especially if they're considering this move or maybe they've made this move over the past year and they need, they need your help. 
Absolutely. Um, my first point would be to check me out on YouTube. You can go to um, YouTube at Cheryl C. Perez. I have hundreds of training videos on how to get your business set up, how to start your business, step-by-step instructions. So that's my favorite place. You can also follow me on Instagram at Cheryl C. Perez. I'm on LinkedIn at Cheryl C. Perez. Um, I'm also now on TikTok, which has been a fun ad- adventure um, at Cheryl C. Perez. And then also Facebook at CCP Impact. Um, and then also my website, www.cheryl.com. Yeah. And you always have such great advice for everybody and especially on social, it's little snippets, but it's free for anybody who is thinking about maybe taking that leap. Cheryl, I really appreciate all the time you spent with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me anytime. Have a wonderful day, Maureen. It was a blast. And thanks to everybody for tuning in to the Mom Squad Pod. We'll see you back here next time. Thanks for listening to Mom Squad Pod with Maureen Kyle from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.